Hello and welcome to The Success Chat with Leanne Holder and Jacob Lever. Hello and welcome to our first episode of our podcast, The Success Chat. So today's episode is all about when is the right time to quit your job. So quitting your job to turn your side hustle into a full-time venture um, is one of the scariest things you'll ever do in business. So after doing this ourselves, um, this episode is going to be a bit of a discussion into when and how we did this and then whether we think we actually got it right the first time. So let's take it back to when we were employed. Uh, Leanne was working in a gym, I was working in a bank. Um, We had already started our main business because Race Car Box um, before we took on the jobs, but we needed to make some cash in the meantime, pay the bills, uh, keep the ball rolling. So the goal was always to take the business full time but we just had no idea how soon that was going to be. Yeah, so I guess we need to kind of identify um, why did we want to take the business full time and not just have a side hustle? Um, You know, and why kind of did we want to be our own bosses? And what was the reason for that? So I guess for myself, um, I always saw myself as being my own boss. I've never been any good at being employed, um, mainly for the fact that I like to do my own thing. Um, I'm very stubborn at things. And if I'm given a task that I don't like, I tend to do the opposite. Um, but this is great for entrepreneurship and it's worked well for working for myself and I get my tasks done. Um, but I think with taking the businesses full time, for me, I found that the turning point with Because Race Car Box was that I didn't like the job I was doing at the time. It wasn't awful. You know, I was working as a personal trainer, which I trained to do, but I just got a bit bored of it really and just wanted to do something else. And when we started Because Race Car Box as a side hustle, I loved doing it so much and I loved the attention I was putting into it that I preferred it to my job basically. Hmm. And what about yourself? I find that the working full-time sort of structure for me wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, but I was good at it. So it wasn't too much of an issue for me to start with. Mm. And I've always had jobs and part-time jobs. So I've had that structure there, but especially when going into full-time employment after university, that's when I noticed that it didn't quite fit my mold yeah um as it were so i think i always wanted to be my own boss i don't know how that would have happened but i knew that was definitely the end goal for me because i like to set my own rules i like to follow my own routine and i like to do things the way i like to do it and you know earning your own money in your own way is the perfect way to get to just that point in your life yeah and I think I saw a shift in you in terms of motivation as well so obviously getting up for work every day even if you enjoy your job that's great but I think not being able to do stuff in your on your own terms can really be quite demotivating and I think I noticed in you that when you would get up and go to the you know your job and come back to when we shifted to full-time being ourselves you automatically were like willing to get up earlier you were willing to work harder You just seemed like you had more sort of get up and go. But I think maybe it was because you were forging your own path, not working for someone else's path. Yeah, that's exactly it. It was it was the fact that the passion was mine. It wasn't someone else's passion that I was working towards. It was I have passion for what I'm doing and I definitely want to wake up every morning as early as possible and drive towards that um, because I know that it's, you know, working towards my goal. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so how did we actually go about quitting our jobs? Um, So the first thing we kind of did almost a long time before we even actually handed in our notice um, is we gave ourselves a target, a bit of a motivational target, that we needed to reach like a number of subscribers and that meant that if we reached that target, the profits of that would then match our job salary. 
So then at that point, obviously, we know when to quit because we had no financial risk. We'd be matching our salaries. We'd be able to walk away on the exact same money and then continue to earn more. Um, but I'm pretty sure we actually quit well before we even got to that target. Um, it got to the point where we just didn't have enough time in the day after, you know, after our jobs. And we actually really enjoyed the side hustle a lot more, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. I mean, we didn't have enough sort of time to fulfill the stuff that we needed to do. Um, I was working nine to five. You were working late shift. So yeah, shift work. our off time never matched up. No. So it was always you know poor communication between us both because we couldn't speak because we were at work yeah because i would i would be at home when you out of work and then i would get to work for two so i'd leave about half one and i wouldn't get back home till half ten at night in which case then you needed to get to sleep because you mm. had to be up early to get in for work so it became a bit of a hassle really um having to actually kind of communicate with each other within the business yeah exactly i mean the the take home from that would really be wait until you can match your salary before you you know take that leap um obviously that's not always realistic as we found out um you know we would have loved to have left our jobs at a point where it was a seamless transition but that can't always happen i mean it really comes down to time even at the weekends we were packing non-stop trying yeah. to get orders out and it's just how you use that time and i think that leads us into you know the fact that efficiency really is key when you know you're starting a side hustle or starting a business you really need to have that conscious thought in your head that you need to make everything as efficient as possible yeah so essentially before you quit your job if you can hold on a little bit longer but just by making yourself more efficient that is actually probably in in the long run going to be the better option yeah. i mean an example of efficiency um we were obviously dispatching from our lounge um at home we used a traditional normal printer on a desk we were using sellotape um and we were printing out customer labels you know a normal ink and then cutting around it sellotaping all four sides um onto the box which we thought was completely brilliant um, and then Jacob had an absolute genius idea one day where he said, why don't we just print directly onto stickers, essentially? So, like, you know, you just peel off the whole sticker and you stick it on. I have no idea why we hadn't thought of that. Um, and that worked really well, didn't it, actually? It saved us so much time. It saved my nail varnish um, a lot of time as well. <laughs> um, so when we switched on to printing onto stickers, um, at the same time, we kind of worked out, okay, how can we still make this quicker? Because we were typing in address labels every single time. And the more subscribers we got, the more orders we got, the more time we had to type in address. Um, and it became a bit of a hassle, really. So we kind of worked out that with um, our courier and our postal service, we were able to do an automated label generation system um, to not have to type those individually. Um, that then saved us money, didn't it? Not only time, but it saved us money. Yeah, it was a stepping stone to to a, another way of, like we said, making it more efficient, more streamlined. So yeah, saving money and time is a win-win. Um, and from there, we ended up, obviously, where we built the business up, we had a bit of disposable funds from the business we actually managed to buy a thermal printer meaning that we didn't have to keep wasting more money on ink and it was actually quicker and more efficient in terms of printing labels because that's what they're built to do and you know that was another stepping stone from those stickers through to thermal labels um, meaning it made that whole process of shipping out that much quicker and giving us more time to do other things and then that also meant that we kind of didn't have to quit um, when we weren't financially stable and we were able to hold on a little bit longer 
So why did we quit our jobs before we reached our financially stable target? So firstly, it wasn't actually as realistic as we imagined it to be. Um, we thought that we were going to grow at a really rapid rate and it'd be quite quick. Actually, we weren't growing at the rate that we kind of thought that this would be viable. Um, and to get to that point, we would have needed way more time into the business that we had. You know, we were both working full time. We just didn't have the time to chuck into it. So therefore, we didn't grow as quick, couldn't quit our jobs as quick. Um, but... The reason why we quit our jobs kind of sooner than we probably should have on reflection, um, we did it just to put the time in, you know, the business required time, we didn't have the time, so therefore we made the time. So by quitting our jobs, we essentially had all the time in the world um, to get to that larger point. Um, it was a financial sacrifice and it did take risk. That's an interesting point. Yeah, I don't think it's possible without risk, if I'm totally honest, in my opinion anyway. I think obviously we had this, you know, we had this numerical goal in our head saying, you know, we can get to that point and basically step across to the business um, like a smooth transition. Yeah, we thought it would be a seamless switch, didn't we? We precisely. thought, oh, match salary for salary and we'll be fine. But I think realistically, in probably 99% of business cases, it's not going to happen. There has to be an element of risk and realistically, that's what makes it worth it. If there isn't any risk, you know, you've almost got to think, is it a bit too good to be true? Because, you know, someone who's building up a, a side hustle or a business and can match their salary and sort of step straight across seamlessly, um, it seems like a bit of a daydream. Yeah. Um, and I think that's true entrepreneurship, isn't it? It's it's seeing it's seeing what you want to do and it's taking that financial risk um, and jumping headfirst into it, isn't it? Yeah, I think you have to know that there there is going to be risk Of course, it could have uh, failed involved. at any point. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not prepared for that, then you need to get to the point, you know, or encourage yourself to the point where you're going to be willing to take it. Yeah. Another point we want to touch on is mental state. Um, I know that we could have both held on to our jobs for a little bit longer yeah, of course, in, yeah. in the early stages. Um, but we didn't we didn't feel we wanted to really um, in terms of uh, just being happy because I, I was in an industry where I didn't train for it. I, I did take a job that I wasn't particularly passionate about. It was more a means to an end, really. And I know, Leanne, you were in a job that you did train for. Yeah, yeah. I had a master's degree and personal training qualifications. So therefore, everyone would kind of presume that I loved the position I was in because I was a salaried personal trainer, which is actually really rare. It's normally self-employed personal trainer. But do you know what? I didn't have a whole big love for it. Uh, Sunday, you know, if I was off on a Sunday, didn't really want to get up and go on a Monday. Um, just because you train in something doesn't mean that you have to love it for the rest of your life. Exactly. Not every job is a perfect no. fit. And if you're not 100% happy, then why do it? If you can change it, then you should. Hmm. If you can hold on for that little bit of extra cash to make, if you're planning to leave and you can make it that little bit longer, you're always going to get a little bit of an extra bump as you leave because you've got that extra, you know, money cushion, as it were to sort of take that step um, but what it all boils down to is that you need to do what makes you happy and if that is leaving when you're ready to, to leave and you're prepared to take the risk that comes with it then that's what exactly what you need to do. Yeah definitely. So I think in a final conclusion for the podcast then um, is essentially quit your job when you feel ready not when you think you should. But also you kind of need to look at the numbers and make sure that you can at least support yourself for a bit of a grace period where you think that you can kind of make up that money and pay the bills. Um, essentially, you don't want to leave yourself short where you physically can't pay your rent and your bills. 
Um, but you also need to have a bit of grit and really just stick with the job that tiny bit longer to enable yourself to save a little bit more back um, for when you kind of make that jump. And that's something that we didn't do, but I think on reflection, if you can stick it out a bit longer, save that cash, you're going to have more money to put into the business. Um, and I think realistically, you're going to know when the time is right. Um, and I think at that point, you need to just jump head first, go all in and know that you have to make this work. Um, you seriously have to be prepared to give it 100%. And if you're not prepared, then stick at your side hustle until you're prepared um, to give it that 100% attention and effort. So that's it from us, guys. Um, if you liked our podcast, please do subscribe. Um, please do leave a review as well for us. It'll mean a lot. And of course, share the content around. Um, that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.